Hi, welcome to the Bridge Podcasts. We hope you enjoy the following message. For more information on all that's happening at the Bridge Church, please visit www.bridge-church.com. But I believe this year it's going to be different because we've got Jesus, the Prince of Peace, in our lives. And that's um, what we're going to be talking about tonight for just a a few moments. You know, over the, the last weeks of Advent, we've been building up to this evening. I love the build up to Christmas. And if you've got children, you know just how intense that can be. For some of us tonight, is going to, that tomorrow is going to be very different. For some of us, we may not have someone that we loved at the table tomorrow. For some of us, we might not have our loved ones. We won't have our daughter with us tomorrow. But nonetheless, we know that wherever they are, they're blessed. Jesus' hand is on them. And so we've been walking through these verses over the last four or five weeks in Isaiah chapter 9. And it says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And I really feel at this time of year, I think a lot of us are looking for a light at the end of the tunnel in the turmoil that we're in. For to us, a child is born and to us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. Amen. So we entitled this collection of weeks that we've just come through as the most wonderful time of the year. Because we believe in the greatest gift that mankind has ever received. He's Jesus Christ. God's only son. One and only son. And he came to bring us gifts other than just himself. He was a gift to us, but he brought gifts with him. And so we get all of these gifts. And who doesn't like opening gifts or receiving a gift? The gift of light and revelation. And where do we get that gift? We get it in God's word. We get the gift of guidance and counsel. And we get that from his Holy Spirit. We get the gift of might and strength. We get the greatest gift of all, the gift of eternal life with our Father God. We get the gift of having him reign over us, a heavenly king, not an earthly one, a heavenly king. And many other gifts, not least of which is the gift of peace. And I'm sure that all would agree tonight, wherever, if you're listening on the live stream or you're here, that the gift of peace and freedom from fear and anxiety over whatever the future might bring, that is a wonderful gift. Amen. You know, I recently found out the backstory to some of our most well-known and well-loved Christmas songs, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. And have yourself 
a merry little Christmas. And until this week, I'd been ignorant of the backstory of these songs. You know, these songs were composed and released during the Second World War years. And when I began to understand the context and the times in which these songs were composed, I began to appreciate much more just how these songs meant so much to thousands and thousands of soldiers and service people that were oceans away from home at the time. And something that really struck me was this. I found out that these songs in their original context, in their original form, were actually quite depressing songs. <laughs> they were, their lyrics were depressing. And they were written in the context of that time where there was this dreadful expectation that many of these servicemen would never ever get back home to enjoy a Christmas with their loved ones and their family. So the original line from Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas actually said, Have yourself a merry little Christmas because it might be your last. Next year, we may all be living in the past. And I heard a couple of gasps, so I'm thinking maybe some people didn't know that. And they changed it to have yourself a merry little Christmas and let your heart be light. Next year, all of our troubles may be out of sight. And it was the famous actress and singer Judy Garland that actually sung these songs in countries where war was present. And one time she sang to around 100,000 servicemen before they went to one of the most awful bloody battles in World War II, the Battle of the Bulge. And she sang these songs to them. She also sang Over the Rainbow, if you know where that is, what that is. You see, she had much more awareness of what the country needed at that time than the composers of the songs did. She'd been traveling to entertain and encourage these servicemen for about three years. She'd go there, she'd sing to them, she'd receive their mail, she'd read their mail from home out to them. And many of these young men and women were of her age and they'd been fighting for their lives to defend the nation. She knew every one of them, their hopes were to live through the war and one day go home. And she knew that they needed to believe that there was a life and a future ahead of them. You know, one of her most well-known songs, which is Over the Rainbow, it had a very different meaning to all of those people on the front lines than it did to just ordinary people. To them, it represented hope, the hope of one day getting back home again. And at Christmas time, the songs and the carols we sing symbolize that there is hope for the future. And in their case, the, the hope was that the war is nearly over and there soon is going to be a time when we're back with our loved ones that the joy of the Christmases that they had experienced in the past would be enjoyed again. And even battle-wearied men 
cried when these songs were sung because Christmas time became the vision of hope that they could hold on to. And Christmas time offers us the gift to pause in the middle of a troubled world. And if there's anyone that disagrees that we live in a troubled world, I don't know where you've been living, but we are living in a troubled world in troubled times. And it offers us that gift to pause and to renew our vision and restore our hope. And not only restore our hope in one another as people, but to restore our hope in Jesus Christ. So I'd like to very quickly take you back to that very first media clip that we showed, the Christmas scale, and spend just a few moments. If nothing else tonight, I want to just reinforce one important and simple point. Life without pauses can quickly lose its meaning. Adding the pauses restores the wonder to life, helps us to see and experience the goodness of life. You know, during both wars, it was the ability to pause and sing songs of hope and sing songs of a savior born that enabled people to live and look forward to another day. You know, I think many of you probably have heard this fact, though. In 1914, on Christmas Eve, it was the sound of Silent Night being sung in German trenches that opened up a way for the Prince of Peace to reign over the battlefield that night. In many places, not a shot was fired. Snipers never took aim. The Germans began singing it. And the, the U.S. and the Brits would begin singing, O come all ye faithful. And then the Germans would sing in Latin or something. But the, the tunes would be recognizable. They were singing Christmas carols. And so you have these pauses in life, especially at this time of year, that make life meaningful. Because life's like that. Everything like that piano scale do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Nothing seems out of place. But you've played one note after the other. And life's like that. Every step can seem to be in the right order. One thing leads into another. Everything seems to be going well enough. Maybe a bit too fast for our liking sometimes. But somehow, somewhere al along the line, life loses its meaning. Just like that scale, life has its ups and its downs. We love the ups. We thrive. <laughs> we enjoy them. But then there's the downs too. And the stark reality is that in the turmoil our country's in, there's maybe a collective feeling of the downs at the moment. And amongst other things, a war thousands and thousands of miles from here has had a dreadful effect on all of us in one way or another. So until we introduce the pauses, life sometimes doesn't make much sense. And it can be downright difficult. But making room to pause reminds us that life 
is still rich in meaning and purpose despite the circumstances, despite what's happening on the other side of the world, despite what's happening in your own neighborhood. So everyone here this evening, there's good news this evening. Jesus, that child born in Bethlehem, was God's greatest gift to us on earth. And if we would dare do something different this Christmas time, then pause. Think about the true reason. Why do we celebrate this holiday time? And if you do that, I can assure you that the rhythm of your life will be different in 2023. Instead of a note scale going up and down endlessly, pause and leave space for Jesus, the Prince of Peace, to help you move ahead from now into the coming year. And I want to close with this scripture tonight, and it's in John chapter 14, verse 27. And it says this, I am leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. One translation says, do not let your heart be troubled or afraid. Because Jesus is the way to the Father. And he, I believe, is waiting, if you don't know him tonight, to make a deposit in your life that is going to change the rhythm of your life. And you will pause at times that you never thought you would pause before and you'll begin to understand the meaning and the reason for the season. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website, www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.